Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Ticket to Broadway, where Broadway meets Main Street. <laughs> Here's your host, my pal, David Alpert. <laughs> Hi, listeners. Thanks for choosing to listen to this episode of E-Ticket to Broadway, the only podcast where we actively discuss which Disney Parks attraction Mrs. Lovett would most enjoy. We think it's Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. This is a great time to make sure you're following the podcast on Instagram and to ask you to subscribe and leave the podcast a positive review if you're enjoying what you're hearing. To learn more about the podcast and to support it and Gilana's fund on the Patreon platform, please visit www.eticketpodcast.com. This is our very first double guest episode and technically triple guest episode because a very wonderful five-year-old shares her thoughts about the Disney parks throughout the interview. I first met Jessica Rush in 2008 when we started rehearsals for the Broadway revival of Guys and Dolls and met her now husband Eric Anderson during that process. Eric and Jessica are a Broadway power couple. Eric is a Drama Desk nominee and has been seen in the original Broadway companies of Kinky Boots, Soul Doctor, Rocky, The Last Ship, Waitress, and Pretty Woman the Musical, and was also seen in The Greatest Showman. Jessica is a Joseph Jefferson Award winner and has been seen on Broadway in Gypsy, Dear Evan Hansen, Summer, Tina, and holds the honor of closing the Broadway run of Jersey Boys. In addition to their many Broadway credits, they both got their start working at the Disney parks. Together, they have an incredible daughter named Elliot. Put on your mouse ears and please welcome Eric Anderson and Jessica Rush. Hello, Jessica. Hello, Eric. Thanks for being on the podcast. Hi. We're so happy to be here. And this is our first couples episode, which is very exciting. We're honored. Yes. What's great about you two is you have combined, I believe, 13 Broadway shows, and yet you still make it to the Disney parks. I don't know how you do that. (laughs) Well, you get a vacation every six uh, months. months Yeah. Get, and and get, those, guess where we go? And a couple personal days, we uh-huh. we would scoot down and just for a good forty eight hours, thirty six, not even forty eight, but yeah, we come back. You make it work. You have to make it work. We do, because yeah. I mean, but the thing is, we didn't do Disney before we had Elliot. At you know, as we weren't going down there then, but now that she's here, it's a great excuse, right? <laughs> Absolutely, the magic is real. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good question. You know, Eric, I know you're from California. Jessica, mm-hmm. you're Texas, but you moved to Florida at some point in your uh, yeah. youth. Mm-hmm. I was in eighth grade. Did you both go to the parks as a kid? Oh. Absolutely. Yes. Of course. Yeah. We moved to Florida, to Orlando, and my parents immediately got us annual passes for Disney and Universal that first year. Like, I it was like, we were going all the time. My mom always jokes about how she goes, I can't believe... You know, our kids, eventually we got to a point where they would say, let's go to the parks, you know, let's go out to Disney. And we'd be like, oh, no, <laughs> because we were going like all the time. But yeah, no, we I grew up. We only went on one vacation before we moved there. Um, but then once we moved there, we were there all the time. And uh, I grew up in Irvine. So, uh, you know, Anaheim wasn't that far away. 
Uh, we didn't go as often as Jessica did, but uh, we definitely, you know, did do Disneyland, and it was very special. You know, I remember e-tickets. I remember the book of tickets. and um, That was before my time. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm uh, very old school when it comes to Disney, but uh, uh, yes, very fond memories. You know, I'm, I grew up in Michigan, but I, we were in L.A. a lot. So going to the parks was like a cross-country flight. For you, too, it's kind of in your backyard. Did it, did it still feel special to you? Absolutely. Well, it was still, you know, it still wasn't cheap for, for my parents to get us there. So we didn't go all the time. And, uh, and I have vivid memories of still driving there and uh, seeing who could be the first to spot the Matterhorn from the freeway. Eric, have we talked about this? No. In the introductory uh, episode, I literally talk about how my sisters and I would play that game. Who could see Space Mountain or the Matterhorn oh, first? Oh, it was, it was magical. It was magical. <laughs> but if you were in Irvine, you're coming up the five. Yeah. Coming and going. we were coming down the five because mm-hmm. we were in either Woodland Hills or West LA. Yeah. But there were a lot less buildings back then, too. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that was, and that's when I went to Disney World the first time, I was shocked that it takes so long to get in. You know, Disneyland, you just pull up, get out of the car, jump on the tram, and and you are. Well, and for those of us who grew up going to Disney World, the first time I went to Disneyland, I was an adult, um, and I was shocked at how it's just literally right there. You can walk across the street and go to the hotel or whatever. For me, it was like, wait a minute, what? It's just right here in the middle of Anaheim? Like, this is so strange. I remember I was working in the Autopia, and there was that ride is right on the edge of the park. And you could hear traffic on Harbor Boulevard. Mm-hmm. It, it's truly that oh close. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, totally. That's crazy. Has that ever been a discussion in your relationship about which park is better? Uh, well, <laughs> sure. I mean, I mean, of course. Here's the thing: <laughs> she'd never been to Disneyland until she was an adult. I'd never been to Disney World until I was an adult. Um, both of them have their merits you know disney world is definitely the place to go if you have a week to kill but uh, as far as roots nothing compares to what disneyland has there you know um there are certain versions of rides that i think are better at disneyland than at disney world disney world has way more rides so but uh i think that the pirates the haunted mansion uh are definitely better i think that small world is definitely better i and uh and also, you know, you have certain rides that you don't in Disney, like the Matterhorn, like Alice in Wonderland, that uh, I think are also fierce rides. Jessica, do you have a rebuttal for Disney World? Um, I do. I mean, I do love the way that Disney, I do love that Disneyland is the original, and there's something magical about that. And I really like, um, I really like the Alice ride. But other than that, to be honest, I... Yeah, Elliot likes it too. But other than that, I I'm a Disney World girl all the way. I can appreciate Disneyland, but it's so small. <laughs> and um I I love Disney World. I think also because I just feel like it's not quite as cramped to be honest. Like that's just end of the day, it's nice to not be as packed in with everyone. Well, especially if you're going with Elliot, you have to go when school is off. You know, it might be difficult to go. I mean, have you been able to go like during the school year? Are you um, the cool parents? We haven't gone. We haven't gone this year. This was kindergarten year. Um, last year, um, for pre-K, we did take her out um, for like a week because it was pre-K. You know, and she was four. And there, you know, we've taken a day here and there. But this year, um, 
We did not because the fall was busy. I was I was opening Tina and we were in that and um and then it was the holidays and then E came out to La Jolla. So we took her uh to Disneyland when we came out here to visit in February. We went for the day. Um we took her to Disneyland and California Adventure. So what I always say is that Disneyland is theater and Disney World is film. Like one is the original, oh. it's quaint, it's specific. Yeah. The other one is there's something for everyone. It's really big. Um, it means that because there's so much, sometimes the older things aren't quite cared for the same, but the new things are super exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could see that. That's legit. I like that. I like that analogy. It's um, it's so interesting because um, to be someone who has been there so often and has experienced it, you know, you were just saying when I said that about February, you're like, that's a good time to go. And what's interesting is those of us who really grew up going to the parks, you know, from the time I was in the eighth grade, it was just in my backyard. And that's what we did. You know, even with friends, it's like, we'd all go out to Disney for the day or to downtown Disney or, you know, whatever it was downtown Disney. And, um, there used to be, I distinctly remember in high school that there were a good couple months in the fall, you know, right after school started September to like November and then January to March, you could go and you would walk right on everything. And when I say everything, I mean everything. Like Space Mountain, there were no lines. The amount of people was so, there were so fewer people that were going at that time. And and there used to like be an off season. There is no more off season. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like now people are like, I'm taking my kid out of school. I don't care. This and that. You know, we're going to go to Disney. And so now there's no longer really, I mean, there is a season that's a little less, but still you're having to wait in line for things, you know. It's wild to see how that has changed because it was such a, it was something that we were, I was spoiled with, to be honest. So I know you both have worked at the parks. Jessica, you were friends with a certain princess. Can you tell us more about that? Mm-hmm. Well, I've. I have many uh, connections to Disney World and to the parks in general, but I, my senior year of high school, I uh, was in the character department. I was good friends with Belle and, um, and, uh, and then I went and worked on the cruise line, actually on Disney cruise line, magic cast four way back in the year 99, which is crazy last century. Um, and I was Meg in the Hercules show and Belle in Disney dreams. And, and then when I finished that, I went back to the parks, but this time I was doing the beauty and the beast show at the studios. Um, and I was Belle in that and that's where I got my equity card. Um, so I've, you know, I've been around and in several different places. I also did the hoop to do review and things like that. So, um, that was my time. I spent a long time at the park and I think, I mean, I guess it felt like a long time. I guess it wasn't, it was a, a handful of years, but I think there's something to being an entertainer in the theme park, which is that, um, you can do so many different things. You know, I was at Beauty and the Beast, but I also subbed over at the hoop and I subbed for this singing group called four for a dollar. And I, and I did conventions and I did special events and things. And so it keeps it fresh and it's sort of interesting and new and you are getting to do lots of different things and you live in Orlando. So you have like a quote, you know, quote unquote normal life and you get health insurance and things like that. So, you know, I really loved my time there. It was awesome for me. Jessica, do you still talk to any of those friends that you worked with then? 
Yeah, for sure I do. I mean, especially now with like social media and Facebook and everything, they come out of the woodwork, you know, it's like, or like when Elliot and I went back, um, when Elliot and Eric and I went into the hoop last year on our trip, um, there was someone there who, when I learned the show, she had already been there for a long time and she's still there. And so it was great to like see her again. It was also fun to tell the the kid who got me out of the audience for the show that I did the show back in the year 2000. I think he was probably 21 years old. So to him, he was like, yeah. what? <laughs> you know, I was, he was two when I did the show yeah. there, but um, yeah, no, it's fun. I do. I do still talk to some friends from those days for sure. And Eric, what about you? I know you found something really cool in a locker one day there and that we should talk about. But oh, I don't was... know if we should talk about that. <laughs> well, I, I'm, uh... I'm just saying that maybe you came upon something and that's it. Well, yeah, very old-fashioned uh, how-to book about uh, the character department. Uh, I was in the character department in 1990, 91. Oh, my God. <laughs> when, uh, when I was in high school, the, my, my last years of high school. Those, that was my summer job. So I was friends with uh, all the characters that were 5'11 and up. Mm-hmm. So Goofy, Big Bad Wolf, Captain Hook, Geppetto, Foul Fellow, um, Br'er Bear, Br'er Fox, Br'er Bear. I'm still feeling to this day. <laughs> that's definitely uh, one of the trickiest friends to uh, have. play games with <laughs> on set. But uh, I had a great time. We uh, we got away with a lot back then, and I understand it. That it's it's pretty pretty strict and regimented about what you can and can't do. But back then, we were really given a lot of rein. Uh, into development out on set and it was a lot of fun which is when i would have been a kid going to disneyland and i always want to find those photos of me with you know captain hook and goofy and be like eric was do you recognize this captain hook yeah (laughs) i don't i don't think we'd be Mm -hmm. able to Mm -hmm. determine that Mm -hmm. oh i always think about like i remember when i this is when i was younger with large aspirations which i still have them but i remember thinking on set sometimes like i wonder if one day people will be looking through their photos and see these and they'll be like that's jessica rush she's like a famous actor you know what i mean or whatever and i always think about that like if people go back and look at their you know photo albums so we had this discussion with andrew feldman that it's that idea but on on ride photos Oh. So you might be on, you know, Space Mountain and look a few rows back right. and say, like, is that that person that I right. have seen on stage? <laughs> right, right. It's crazy. You've been able to bring Elliot to the parks a lot. It seems like she takes after her parents and the love of Disney parks. What's it been like for you both as parents to see that? For me, it's been a complete rekindling of Disney magic. Uh, I got burned out from Disney because I was a high school kid and I I was very much taking it for granted. Uh, I got to the point where I had a quote-unquote neck accident on set so that I was working in one of the offices so I wouldn't have to do it so much. So I really uh, got a little jaded to what it was all about. As soon as we had her, as soon as we started taking her to the parks, the the magic completely was reborn for me. And um, I get it now. I get it now in a whole deeper sense than I ever did as a kid. 
That's that's beautiful. Um, we took Elliot down when she was 13 months old, and uh, my parents went with us, and my brother, and we all went. And, you know, she was little. She doesn't remember it at all, but we have this great video of her meeting Pooh and Eeyore, which was, or no, Pooh and Tigger. Yeah. And it's so magical. And um, ever since then, we, we tried to take her once a year. And then as she's gotten older, there were a couple of years there, we definitely made two trips or some longer trips. But what was what was so fun is that you know, she, once my parents moved away from Orlando and moved up to the city, um, we no longer have, it's not as easy to go down because we don't have a free place to stay really. But what was awesome is that for the first time since I was 10 years old, when we went to Disney, um, for the first time we went and I was able to stay on property, which, you know, cause we moved there when I was in the eighth grade and then we never, you know, we would finish a day at the park and we'd go back to our house. Or even when I would come to visit, we would go back to Mimi and Papa's house. And so it was really fun to be able to take her and like plan a trip and stay somewhere and do the, you know, do yeah, it do all. Do the whole thing. Yeah. Do the whole thing and like go back and have the Disney magic at the resort. And, you know, it also meant that the the cost of it was <laughs> was, right. was definitely uh, different. I hadn't paid yes. to go to Disney World in twenty years. You know what I mean, and so that was an adjustment. But <laughs> uh, but it's been so awesome to take her, and now she's at an age where she remembers things and certain rides, and she, she has, has her favorite rides, rides and... that she likes to do. And so it's fun to plan it and talk about it together and and share that with her. That's great. I. I always wonder, you know, I've got two little nephews right now and, you know, thinking about when the right time to bring them is, but I always want to, oh, Oh, you said now and no, he said now. And I said, no, I think the perfect age is four, I think four, four, four to seven or like three and a half to seven because two, they're not going to remember it at all. And there's only so much they can do. But once they hit that certain height, I think it's like 43 inches or or 38 or 43 inches, then they can do so many more things. And they're also so much more aware and able to be an active participant in the vacation as opposed to just pushing them around the stroller and saying, hey, look, who's this? And like holding them up next to, you know, characters. Whereas Elliot can like, we look at the app and, and she says, I want, I say, these are the people we can see. And she's like, I want to see this person. I want to see that person. I want to go on this ride. You know, I want to do that. So I think four is super magical time. The thing is that four, I might miss that opportunity where they meet a character and start to scream and melt down. Right. Which is always, you know, strangely yeah. delightful to see. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can go earlier for that photo op. Yeah, totally. Do you have any uh, family traditions at the parks? family traditions when i was younger my parents and i whenever we would stay to watch the parade at night we would always sit on main street and go get um corn dogs and hot dogs and fries with cheese sauce at uh casey's uh there on the corner of main street and sit down that we always did that that was like what we did but it wasn't something we talked about i just when you asked that i realized that but do we have any i don't know if we have traditions elliot do you think we have any traditions when we go to disney Have fun. Oh, have fun. To have That's fun. That's a great We try tradition. to have fun every yeah. time we go to the Disney parks. We yeah. try to have fun. And that's, every time. That's part of That is a ritual. great tradition. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's say there's no more Broadway for you both, and you both have to get a non-entertainment job at the park. So you have to work at the parks, and there it's, it's not a performance job. Mm-hmm. What job would you do? 
So you can't man any of the rides or anything? Well, yeah, I mean, but no, you're you, can. you can't can be you, a performer. Can you, I mean, but like I'm talking about like the Jungle Cruise. You can't, you can't be one of those guys or... Technically, Jungle Cruise is an attraction. But it's it in a performance. I mean, but it's, it's all about that delivery. I think we know Eric's answer. I know, okay. right? <laughs> yeah, I'd probably hang out on, on one of those boats. On Jungle Cruise? Yeah. Um, my mom was a Jungle Cruise skipper, actually, when I was really? in high school. Yeah, as her side hustle. She's a school teacher. I would pick something indoors for sure. Um, and I actually, I'm thinking more and more as we've been staying at the resorts, I feel like I would want to do resort stuff or be in VIP. Oh, sure. We have a friend who's like high up in VIP world and that's fun yeah, to get to do all those. Good, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Be that but, plaid vest. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But if, as long as there's air conditioning involved at some point, cause whew, it's hot. Well, that's it's Florida. LA, yeah. it's a dry heat. Yeah. I worked in the summer on Autopia, so like outdoor ride, Ooh. middle of summer, and like it wasn't terrible just because Ooh. of Disneyland is perfect right. for me. So we've got the Jungle Cruise skipper and working either in the resort or VIP. Yeah. VIP. So then my next question is Elliot has to become friends with a Disney character. Which friend do you think she would be? Are we talking f- fur face? Yeah, either. <laughs> Tinkerbell. Oh. Yeah. That's my guess. I can see that. Peter Pan. I think they both are. I think that's... Oh, Alice. Alice. So we've got Alice or Tinkerbell. They're very similar. Although more and more she's becoming more daring and bold, like a Rapunzel or a Mulan or something like that. Mm-hmm. She's got a whole world of possibilities. She does. She does she a does. whole new world. <laughs> oh. Way to set that up. Oh, silly. We'll be right back. Oh, what's the big idea with these commercials? Oh, if this were my show. Hi, all. Just David here. Something really awesome happened between recording this episode and you all listening to it. As they shared, both Eric and Jessica were friends with certain Disney characters at the parks. I shared with Jessica a photo of a very young David meeting Snow White at Disneyland, and she then showed the photo to Eric because he was in the character department around the same time as that picture. Eric instantly recognized, well, Snow White's friend. Eric reached out to me with the friend's personal Instagram account, and I sent the photo to the friend, explaining who I was, mentioning Eric, and how nearly 30 years later, I still love saying hi to Snow White at Disneyland. Lo and behold, this friend was indeed Snow's friend from the photo. Via Instagram DMs, we've reconnected and actually hope to meet one day soon at Disneyland to recreate the photo. I asked her if she wanted to pop into this episode to share her experience in making so many kids smile at the parks, but she passed for the most perfect reason. She wanted to keep the Disney magic alive. As I shared with her in an Instagram message, the Disney magic was not ruined at all. The chance I could thank her for her love and kindness over 30 years ago, that two total strangers could connect in such a heartfelt way, that is true Disney magic. Check out the Instagram page for the original photo. Now, back to the episode. Put on your thinking ears. It's trivia time. Oh, boy. 
Eric and Jessica, this is our trivia moment. Okay. So the question for you both, and you can definitely talk it through together. Of all of the Disney parks in the world, which one is closest to the North Pole? Hmm. I maybe Tokyo to the North Pole or, or Paris. Yeah, maybe Paris. Is that right? <laughs> is Paris your final answer? Oh, I feel like this is a trick question. But yes, yes, Paris is our final answer. The correct answer is Disneyland Paris. Yeah. Well done at 48.87 degrees north. What's funny is the number two spot is Tokyo at 35 degrees. Yeah. I mean, that was my thing is I was thinking of Tokyo and it snows and, you know, things like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That was really fun for me to research earlier today. Oh, good times. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here's our next game. It's called Finish the Lyrics. Um, because you're both so musical and have starred on Broadway, we're going to play Finish the Lyric with Disney theme park songs. Great. Because of copyright issues, I cannot play the actual clips. And because I'm a director and I'm not a performer, I cannot sing these. We got you. But we got you, you can here. you can definitely sing the answer. Okay. Eric will know all Bring these, I, th- I think. He's really good at this stuff. Okay. Number one. See it in your mind and you can find... In your imagination, mysteries and magic, what? Is that from Figment? Yes. In your, wait, mysteries and magic in your, can you say the last part of it again? I'm going to say the whole thing. <laughs> See, I've got, I've got Disneyland covered. I've got Disneyland completely covered. This is Jessica's I know. I question. used to love that ride, too. Okay, tell me again. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to break it to you. This is Disneyland specific oh! at oh! first. This originated at Disneyland in 1992. Oh. See it in your mind and you can find in your imagination mysteries and magic what? Is it from, like? Fantasmic or something? I mean, that's like, too early for Fantasmic. Hmm. I don't know. It might be Fantasmic. I mean, that sounds. He like doesn't a, know it. Yeah, that's that's right past. Right. That's past after my he day. was burnt out. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 I, I, I need. Out. I need anything '91 and be, before. <laughs> well, yeah, you missed it. So the, it finishes mysteries and magic, visions fantastic, leading oh. to strange and wondrous dreams from Fantasmic. Yeah. It is from yeah. Fantasmic. It oh, is wow. Fantasmic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got Fantasmic so much later in Florida. That's why I was. Yeah. 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 I feel very strongly that original Disneyland Fantasmic is way better than Disney World. I'm I will so say sorry. I agree. I saw it. Um, I saw it once, and I would agree. I, I have some issues with the reboot, but um, because I want to work for Disney one day, we won't discuss. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here's number two. I, I have a lot of faith in you both that you'll figure this one out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Welcome to our tropical hideaway. Oh, you lucky, lucky people! people you. you. If we if weren't we... in the show, shoving wide away, we'd be in the audience too. All together in the tiki 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 room. In the tiki 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 room. All the birds sing words and the flowers bloom. In the tiki 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 room. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know what? That can be part two of this episode is just you singing the entire tiki room. That was that was perfect. If If you had to make up for number one, which you didn't, you did. No problem. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's number three. Okay. And I apologize if this gets stuck in your head. There is just one moon and one golden sun, 
and a smile means friendship to everyone, though the blank. That's from what might be right for you, may not be right for some. A man is raw, he's a man of means. Isn't that different strokes? (laughs) (laughs) That's not different strokes. Is this Disneyland? I don't know this. It's, and golden it's both. Sun. What? It's both. <laughs> I'm laughing so hard. It's actually everywhere. It's it's a little boat ride in Fantasyland. Oh, Small World? Yeah. Oh, there's just it one is? moon and one golden oh, sun. Oh, it was the way. <laughs> friendship for everyone. everyone. There the it is. The mountains divide and the oceans divide. It's a small world after all. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so there online... is just one moon and one golden <laughs> sun. What my breath for you? So I always sang, though the mountains divide. The the lyrics might be, though the mountains be wide and the oceans are wide. Mm, that that I, makes uh, sense. Yeah, but... <laughs> But it could also be in different strokes. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, last one. Right. Yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me. We pillage, we plunder, we rifle and loot. Drink up, Drink up me hearties. Hearty, yo ho, Murado and Bezel and even hijack. Drink up me hearties, yo ho, yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me. Yeah. We extort, we burn, we rifle and sack. Drink up me hearties, yo ho. Aye, <laughs> but we're loved by our mommies and dads. Drink up me hearties, yo ho, yo ho, yo Can I tell ho, what his favorite a things are? For me. <laughs> You know what, Eric? That was great. We were looking for we kidnap and ravage and don't give don't a give hoot. Don't give a hoot. <laughs> we kidnap and ravage and don't give a hoot. Yeah. Hoot and loot. That's really good, Eric. I feel like the the way you should have answered if it was a non-performative job was just an audio animatronic on a ride. Man, I, I'm I'm ready to take over for anything they need. Thorough Ravenscrofty. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Here's one for you. When hinges creak in doorless chambers and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls, whenever candlelights flicker and the air is deathly still, that is the time when ghosts are present, practicing their terror with ghoulish delight. What's that from? I know what that is. (laughs) That's definitely from Snow White's Scary Adventures. That's it, that's it. Oh, Elliot, I can't get anything past you. Here is our next game, and it is the Disney newlywed game. Yes. So I know that you two have been married for how long now? It'll be nine years. Yeah, nine years. November. We've been together for 14, 13, 14, something like that. So this isn't quite newlywed per se, but it should be fun. So due to the nature of a podcast, you know, we don't have cards that you can reveal, but I did text you both earlier today to get your answers. Mm -hmm. And uh, so let's see if the, um, let's see if your partner can answer the same as you. (laughs) Did you, were you honest and you didn't talk to each other, hopefully? Nope. Nope. Good job. Okay. So uh, we've got four questions per person. Jessica, first question is for you. What is Eric's? favorite disney movie his favorite disney movie yep oh elliot what's daddy's favorite movie well that's not a movie that's maybe a, that's a ride well it is a movie, my, but it's it, not my right um his favorite disney movie oh uh i would say his favorite disney movie is jungle book and eric actually answered 
Eric. Alice in Wonderland. Oh, that was going to be my other one. But I like Jungle Book. Yeah. I actually thought about Alice. Okay. All right. Eric. Yep. What is Jessica's favorite snack to eat in the park? Um, That's tricky because I'm a sweets guy and she's a savory gal. <laughs> so uh, in keeping with the savory, uh, I would have to guess maybe uh, a sensible... Epcot poutine. Ooh, I do enjoy that. That is not what I answered. Would you, Eric? Would you have a sweet answer? Uh, because I, uh, I gave one of each. Just to be you sure. did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, could it be you know something like? Um, I just blanked on what they're called. Uh, Can you describe it? The the, the pineapple, the uh, Dole Whip. <gasps> she yes! did say. Yes, Dole right. Whip. Okay. Good job. I gave and, two options. And what was your savory option? My savory Jessica? option was a Mickey pretzel with cheese sauce for dipping. Yes. Yeah, I think mm. you'd you'd rather have poutine. Over well, I that. would, but I wasn't thinking about Epcot. Yeah, oh yeah, my gosh. <laughs> I was thinking of Magic Kingdom oh, okay. specifically. All right. All right. Jessica, what do you think Eric said when I asked him what Disney character do you remind Jessica of? Um. The caterpillar and Alice, or the Cheshire Cat. What would you have said if it's what you would have said? I would have said um, the Cheshire Cat or Baloo. Mm, well, I was <laughs> trying Absolutely. to help you. I out. mean, I was keeping Baloo, Baloo uh, inside my head too. I said Captain Hook just because. But that's the. But see, here's the I'm, thing, David. Actually, that's interesting that you say that, Eric, because when I got these questions, I thought Captain Hook, but I, that's not who he is as a person. Like that's not him. That's what I think people would assume to go to. Do you know well, what I mean? Also, That's what it's, I thought. It's you just what played I'm like, it. I, what I've currently been. Right, so but, it's like, but who you are as a person I'm is Baloo. not Captain I'm Hook. I'm definitely Blue. Right. That's I why agree. I didn't say Captain Hook. Mm-hmm. I feel like Captain Hook was the easy answer. That's why I didn't put it. Well, I, I was trying to help. Oh, no, don't do that. But yes, Baloo and Cheshire Cat were both, of, both on the top of what I think I am. Yes, yeah, see? I Eric? would agree so with that. that. I would agree. So then I nailed it. You did nail it. You did. You did. You nailed it. Okay. You win the prize. (laughs) So, Eric, same question. What do you think Jessica said when I asked her, what Disney character do you remind Eric of? Belle. Yeah. That is right. That's right. That's right. (laughs) That was an easy one. That's easy. Jessica, what is Eric's favorite ride? Oh, Haunted Mansion, followed closely by Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Yeah, easily. Easily. Yeah. No, that was. Big fan. That's super easy. Super fan. Eric, what is Jessica's favorite Disney character? Belle. That's my favorite character, and that's the one I remind you of. Well, yes, because you've kind of claimed it. Well, yeah, that's true. Sorry, Susan Egan. Well, I also love to I love to read. Yes, she's very, very bellish. Mm-hmm. Belle is a great Disney princess. Oh, yeah, she's mm-hmm. awesome. She is. She's yeah, strong. She's, she's smart. smart. She's, yeah. Okay, two more. Jessica, what Disney couple reminds Eric of the two of you? A Disney couple. Oh, oh, duh. Beauty and the Beast. Belle and the Beast. Eric? That is correct. Yeah. No. We always say, he always says, I'm Beauty and he's the Beast. So, yes. Well, no. Oh. I, I, I thought of it the other way around, but whatever folks you love. <laughs> <laughs> and final question. Eric, what Disney song does Jessica think should be your theme song? Oh. Disney song that should be our. Should I give him a song. hint? Wow! Well, give me a minute. Well, I'm give just me a saying. minute. Uh, I'll just go old school and say, "When you wish upon a star." 
That's a good one. That's a good guess. You know what it was? It was actually brought up in this conversation already about other characters that are more aligned with who you are. Okay. So, like, the bare necessities? Yeah, that's what yeah, I said. there it is. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah. That's a good root song. That's yeah. a good root couple song. That's you. I feel yeah. like that's you. Congratulations to you both. You did wonderfully. Holla. Thank you. Thank Thanks. you. Jess, what was the Cheshire Cat? Well, it was, a, to be honest, between the Cheshire Cat and the Caterpillar. Like, you know, Eric is just so cool. And he's just like, and he's also a little mischievous. And what people don't know about him. I'm very mad. No, not mad. But like, what people don't know about Eric, for the most part, although it's words getting out, I think. But he's really silly. You know what I mean? That's why I didn't go with Captain Hook. Captain Hook, to me, like, although that was my first thought, to be honest, when I saw the questions, I was like, that's too obvious and easy. And also, it's not who he is as a person that might be the sort of persona that he puts out at times oh, not God. persona but like the the piratey self not mm-hmm. captain hook specifically but like you know when he grows out his facial hair and he's doing all these and things hang out and on ships you know <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but <laughs> who he is as a person is much more like blue and and i feel like the caterpillar and the cheshire cat he's a little you know a little more stony dreamy is yeah. that what you're saying yeah uh, <laughs> Yeah, but also lovable and, you know, they describe Baloo as a sloth bear. And I think the sloth bear and Keep going. (laughs) Keep going, baby. (laughs) Dial it up a notch. Hi, Elliot. I'm going to ask you some questions about Disney World, okay? Okay. I know that you love the Mind Train. Can you name one of your favorite dwarfs? Dopey. Oh, my gosh. What a great answer. Elliot, Dopey is my favorite character. <gasps> Dopey's his favorite. What? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Elliot, do you have a favorite part of Disney World that you always like to go to? Mind Train. <laughs> the mind train's your favorite part you like to always go to? I mean, that's true. Do you have another mm-hmm. part that you really love? What do you look forward to after the mind train when we go on our trips to Disney? What are you most excited about? Ariel's Grotto. Nice, nice. What do you like the most about Disney, Elliot? Besides the mind train. What makes you happy about Disney? All the rides. All the All rides. The rides. <laughs> I just Except think... Except for the scary ones. Except for the scary ones. It is really such a special place, and it's a special gift, and, and I... I know and understand that not everyone is able to go or to be there um, and that it's, it's, it's a great gift that we're able to take Elliot. And, uh, and I'm just really thankful because it's become, it's become one of our favorite things to do and it's a special place for us. And, you know, being there with her has been magical. It's definitely become our ritual vacation, especially while she's, of age to really bring out the magic yeah because uh it's really kids i think more than anything else that that do that and um all the rest of the park is just there to enhance yeah so i just i guess that's it we just we're really thankful for the disney magic it's brought us a lot of joy Thank you both for joining me today. It's been so much fun to talk with you both about Disney World and Disneyland. Same. Thanks, David. Thank you. So I love it. I I could talk more about Disney. I just 
We love it. It's become... <laughs> it's a really good place uh, to escape. Yeah. It's a good thing to, place to think about right now. So we'll see you at the parks. All right. Yay. Can't wait. You guys, the different strokes things is so funny to me. Oh my god! Just, uh... Everyone's favorite ride at Disneyland. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> hey guys, we got a fast pass for the different strokes ride. <laughs> it's like okay. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the Rise Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. Rise is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.